0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast
1: Network. My name is Keane and I do need a bit of a finesse, felt. Cha cha, bitch. I'm
0: James, <laughs> and welcome to City
1: There Pod. This is the RuPaul Drag Race Reaction podcast on the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Drag Race UK time, episode three. We had a wonderful guest. We had him on for Drag Race Netherlands, but now we're back in his home territory. His name's Dim Fussell. He is the founder of Sink the Pink, which is a really popular UK based queer nightclub. And also Mighty Hoopla, which is in East London. Yeah, true and true. And he also founded Mighty Hoopla, which is like the British love sensation. I mean, I feel love sensation is like the Irish mighty who Yeah, I think but that's for the... For context. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, yeah. uh, I mean, he was I, great to have back. Oh, He was fantastic to get back. And I think that like because he knows several of the queens that are in the shows, so had like an awful lot to say uh, about yeah. his kind of like personal responses to them which means that we never got a moment even to talk about Jodie Harsh's blink and you'll miss...
1: I, I, <laughs> <his> <laughs> I was like, we have to mention poor Jodie Harsh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: like what like iconic British drag queen probably second only to to, to, well Dame Edna Lily Savage then Jodie Hart Mm. Um, and yeah got her like one liner how's it hanging to the right eight to go then standing in the background awkwardly fist pumping to a song you clearly aren't playing but you know probably the only DJ gig she had in 2020 yeah that's probably true
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was fun to see her, but then like we didn't even get to see her go away. It was like, oh, Jodie Harsh is here. Rue probably didn't even look her in the eye. It was yeah, just like oh, great. It was a, it was a great episode. Great spin on the task. I have never been so emotionally invested in it, and we'll you'll hear all of this in the main part of the episode, which starts now. Boom. Glenn Fussell, thank you so much for coming back on the show. This time we're in your home territory of uh, Drag Race UK. How have you enjoyed the season so far?
2: Oh, the season or, or this second time on the show, I was going to say this is a second date, really. So um, <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> I'm expecting lunch and a <laughs> <laughs> I well, it, you you know, anyone that loves Drag Race, we know that it takes till the second um, season to really kind of find its vibe, mm. and mm-hmm. I feel like the first season of uh, uk drag race was very bbc let's just put it like okay. that <laughs> and this for me represents yeah. more of a broad section of drag and the yeah. drag that i know mm. um and i just think i don't know if they've got a new cast, cast person to they cast it because it's obviously not RuPaul. but uh, <laughs> um but the, yeah the, i thought the casting was really good mm. really really good yeah. this time Feels exciting, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, there's a real diverse cast. Some of the girls are from *Sink the Pink*, right?
2: Oh, I own them. Yeah. <laughs> I own thirty percent of some of those girls. <laughs> I made them who they are. Yeah. So um Bimini is actually the current reigning Miss *Sink the Pink*, and actually the longest running due to the pandemic. And no one. Has, <laughs> think like <laughs> she, 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 yeah. She's going to be an old age, saggy titted queen and still be holding on to that crown. (laughs) Um, And then Ginny Lemon hosts for us. I think Ginny Lemon is probably as Saint the Pink drag queen as she can get. Mm. You know, she looks like Mm -hmm. she's rolling glue and then rolled in a pound shop. And that is Saint (laughs) the Pink. She's the super, she's the superlative drag. And that is. And Astina Mandela is. Gone, but but um <laughs> is my one of my first first born she was a dancer for us oh, for really? years oh my god the love that i have for ashley so on i feel like yeah i don't know how I, feel. I feel a bit sad
0: there's just a weird energy running through this entire episode for me and i also i'm like i'm holding like i'm crossing my fingers and assuming that when we get that like covid interruption bit there's going to be some kind of Something will bring, like, will 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 bring Athena back into the competition. That That's just my, that's just my because feeling. you can but know I don't somebody know, based goes, on nothing,
1: but you might not see how well they did and whether they deserve to go or not. Like, you don't see that until the actual episode, you know?
2: I guess this is the first time, you know, what, it's 13, how long has Drag Race been going? 13 yeah. years. It's the same amount of time as Think the Pink, actually. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um... It's the first time that I felt emotionally involved on a different level because I've got, it's kind of on my doorstep. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's girls that I work with and that are my family essentially. And so, and then to have all of them, yeah. lots of them on at the same time. <laughs> and funny that whenever they mention East London, they're actually saying to the pink. That's, like kind of what, <laughs> yeah. but, um, that's how they all know each other. But um, this season for me, is only, it's really, really put, it's proved to me that it, you, you've you got to remember it's a reality TV show because yeah. Joe Black, I mean, I'm sure everyone said it that you spoke to, is one of the most unbelievable performers mm. in the yeah. world. And so it's really, it's so funny to me when that doesn't translate on television or in a competition. Yeah. Um, And I also thought Cherry was really, really strong and did not deserve to go home, did not deserve. But, you know, also, I didn't get it from a, not only from a drag point of view, but also from a reality TV point of view, because super shady, real character, great sort of backstory. And I've been really shocked, actually, up to now, and especially now, with (laughs) the decisions of who they've sent home. And... I think also the three queens that have gone home have been uniquely British. And yeah, so I don't know whether or not they're mis... I don't know. It feels like some things are not... They're not getting it. Or like you said, maybe there's a mother of a twist. Yeah.
0: In every week, and I think it speaks to how strong the cast is, but with every week, you kind of are going... Like, I don't want any of these people really to go because actually, like, I... In this episode in particular, really, really warmed to Tia Coffee. Like, just got this amazing sense of, like, this is someone with a great personality who obviously doesn't really believe in themselves. And I just was like, oh, it's a pity when the bottom two is announced because I was like, I was just getting to know Tia Coffee and now, like, off she goes. And then I'm like, what?
2: I think that, I mean, I I I, I totally agree with you actually on that because I think that when she first came in, you could, you saw such, I mean, that's so unnerving. For the viewer yeah. to watch when someone's really like literally tripping over their own limbs, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, but there's something the drag is maybe not my style of drag that I enjoy, I'll be honest. But I I'm I'm with you. I'm really warming to her. And and actually the confessionals are where she really, really shines, she. really shines, yeah. yeah. I do know lots of people that work with her, and apparently she's just a wonderful girl. Yeah, so.
0: she kind of reminds me of like season three Shangela, where the drag wasn't like where it was kind of like the 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 drag wasn't at a level, but the personality was there, and the there was like an element of the performer there. Um, but yeah, very, very. I mean, Kian, you need to crawl us in and start getting, getting us actually into talking about the episode. What's going well, on? Why are you I letting going us roll free to spill range
1: over my favourite queen? Which is, I genuinely think, and I'm not just saying this because she's a think the pink girl. I'm not just saying it because she got a lot of airtime this episode. I genuinely think Jenny Lemon is one of the most exciting people I've seen on TV in uh. ages and I had such a sense of foreboding in this episode I think only rivaled by when I saw Trixie Mattel do rubbish at Snatch Game I don't think I've ever felt so ominous and James and I were texting and we were like Jeannie's getting a lot of of backstory this means it's time to go and then I saw what she wore on the runway and she was just wearing that Um, pillowcase and I was like oh my god she's gonna go and then she changed up her drag style and that means she's gonna go and she was safe and I was here and I genuinely exhaled so much because I'm so excited to see what she's gonna do
2: yeah well Ginny Lemon is one of the most smart kind talented fucking nutbag you know (laughs) live completely in the surreal in which she's a walking mighty boosh episode really (laughs) Um, and and actually if I'm really honest take away my what I do with drag I'm just a fan of Ginny Mm -hmm. Lemon and and that kind of style of performance for me is sort of one foot in the future of performance and drag and surrealism, but also absolutely steeped in British history and tradition. Ginny yes. is the future yeah, of drag. Yeah. I honestly believe that. Um I don't have no, do you ever, seen, you ever right. seen Ginny
1: Lennon perform, by the way. I've no. Seen no,
2: you, you no I've seen... Other than
1: her ex factor audition. <laughs>
2: oh well <laughs> so she's got um she's got a, a song called Balls Deep in Cilla Black. <laughs> <laughs> and his balls deep and still a black. Bet she's got a ginger twat. Come on, take a look at that balls deep. And still are black. She is so legendary, and she makes all the music on loop pedals. She's—I mean—I can't say enough great things about. Uh, Ginny. Hook
1: me yeah. up with that vaccine, and I'll be over to see Ginny Lemon. Yeah, so, well, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> she's, and 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 also Ginny, and you—I love this actually, I and mean, you've seen it in the episodes. She doesn't do um mean she's not mean like she'll defend no. people she's really really defensive if people are talking shit she will stand up
1: yeah and i and loved that up. in episode one yeah. when she was like when they were all yeah. talking about was it astina and she was like i think you're all just threatened by her because she's pure talent and that shut them yeah. all up
2: i know and to do that yeah. in episode one is all quite brave yeah. i think um i just you know I don't know what happens with Ginny actually. Um, yeah, we we so won't speak
1: about any more thing, spoilers.
2: <laughs> no, but The thing for me is that this is the one thing that always pisses me off with Drag Race and it might work in America, but not here, man. No, thank you. Ginny no. Lemon got on that show for being Ginny Lemon and for wearing Crocs mm. and for wearing like <laughs> jelly bean shoes. And that's so amazing and exciting. That was so exciting to me. And also a whole generation of young weirdos around the United Kingdom were like, oh my God, there is a place for me in drag.
1: Yeah. And
2: then for them to then say, you need to hit pad and, and
1: it's bullshit. Yeah. It's bull- and yeah. That's why I yeah. would have really been livid if she'd gone home after they'd given her that stupid advice. Oh, yeah. My. Well, no, now I, let's I, get I, into the episode now. We've, 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 done- <laughs> <laughs> we've stroked oh, we waffled, the, south, the shaft. Oh, we waffled. <laughs> um, the mini challenge was the Notting Hill Carnival, um, it was a bit of, a bit oh, of know, I completely forgot that, that
0: even happened. Yeah. I'm like the the, the rest of the, the episode was so steeped in like emotion and drama that I entirely <laughs> forgot the first like where it was like try. I
2: had a real oh, cry in this episode. Oh, I was, I was, I was okay,
0: during the during the the Ginny and Bimini like sort of talks talk about non-binary, even though it was brought up in a weirdly clunky way. That was one of the most genuine conversations mm-hmm. about like gender identity. I've ever seen in Drag Race. I I, I really liked it. Takeaway liked Drag it. Race,
2: takeaway Drag Race on BBC. Like we have to remember, yeah. we're watching this really old, fuzzy channel, BBC, and they're having yeah. a conversation with you know Sue Pollard, Jenny Lemon, and and sort of uh, Bimini, who was the fetus of drag <laughs> yeah, with absolutely <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: and they're having a chat about. And I just thought, wow, I'm at that point. So you know, when you just feel so. <laughs> excited and proud to know these people and they did it in a beautifully yeah. tender um authentic way and yeah that i um, it's really lovely to watch your friends on a show and go you are doing a great mm. job here
1: yeah yeah definitely i can imagine well
2: and you're, you're presenting yourself pretty well
1: yeah. i have to say this who wore better spin on a sewing challenge was a really really clever way of doing it i think because we've seen the sewing challenges and i know we do balls and stuff like that but this is a great way of sort of giving a bit of zest to the challenge and I was really excited by it
2: yeah me too and also then to pit people against them Well, <laughs> the <best> uh, <laughs> I mean that must have been
0: that must have been uh, tense for you watching with like well, I like, know and Astina against each
2: other <laughs> yeah well especially because I know that Astina is not a um she's so beautiful things are made for her <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> she's not I, she, that's not her thing. I mean, can can't have any more talent? There just needs to be one thing yeah. that she can't do. Um, but I, I I still didn't think, I mean, hers was simple, let's be really, really honest, mm. but I still, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to be frank about this. It's so unlike <laughs> Um But Tia had a hole in her <laughs> armpit. Why are we not talking about that? <laughs> she had a massive, bloody hole in her armpit, and it was... I don't know. Yeah. It looked, I don't yeah, know. It, I mean, I can't, I can't defend the simplicity of it, but it, <laughs> it, at least, at least it was a design challenge, let's be honest. And at least it was not falling apart. It seems.
1: It
0: was, it looked very, very well made. It just was like, not the most exciting thing you're ever going to see, like walk down the runway. That like, that really what it, like that was really their critique of it. Like it looked like it, it was all sewn well. And looked like it was holding together well. It just wasn't. James because I'm here. No, I, th- I I genuinely thought like that that outfit was well made. It wasn't very interesting. But it was definitely well made. <laughs> and I do agree with Rue when they were like, you know, like Astina has like shoulders for days, so without like that like the,
2: the masculine shape was very, you know this style about um Astina she actually isn't she doesn't cinch. She doesn't even tuck. It does always, ast- I will yeah. be honest about this, it does astound me that 13 seasons on in multiple countries and the minute they go on Drag Race, there is quite the window there before they go on the show. Maybe go and do a little <laughs> Does that not blow your yeah. mind? Yes. <laughs> because Because they've got on never being a drag queen, so they've got that in the bag. But you know there's going to be yeah. some sort of design challenge. Yeah. Just go around your friend's yeah. house who's got a sewing machine and go, I need some patterns. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I do, well the, um, I, do. The, I do think as well the um the you think as well that you kind of understand that you're going to have to flex your drag style into the box that rue has made for drag race like so you're you're going to have to figure out how you can apply what it is you do to the mold Paul has made like that's part of the show now um so if you're not and like i, I think that part of what saved Ginny tonight was a willingness to 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 do that and to be like, look, I'm going to take my style and I'm going to show you me as you would like me, and you're going to say, we don't want to see that. We want to see you with which, hopefully, they allow
2: Jenny now do for the rest of the season. And cross our fingers.
1: Absolutely, we
2: don't want to see that bloody pink dress again. (laughs) (laughs) Really.
1: I have to say Tate and Ahora had a really interesting storyline this season or this episode I feel with them helping each other and I did really feel like they were the ones who were pitted against each other the most either them or maybe Ellie and Lawrence.
2: Well I mean I don't know if this is common knowledge but the word is that they actually live together in real life Ahura and Tate. Oh yeah. So they're, they're housemates so I don't I think, like, the closeness might be that. I wonder if they have. Do you think they have stuck it in each other? Well, Danny Danny
1: Beard said in the show that it's common knowledge that they have.
2: Oh, is it? Ooh. <laughs> 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 Slut- the all <laughs> all
1: that's all I can say. I can... Wow. That
0: that's sporty line, that whole running through, like, well, maybe the last two episodes of the kind of, like, have they, haven't they. And it's very funny because it's always, like, a horror... Ahura wants it, doesn't she? Yeah, and and taste is like, shh.
2: shh. I think taste is <laughs> mortified. <it? laughs> let's be honest. It appears, it appears that Tase is going to be packing her bags and moving out of that flat when they get back. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be once they come out of the pandemic and they get gut she's going to be like, bitch, you fucked it for <laughs> us. No way. I
1: was, <laughs> I have to say, I was a bit disappointed by what horror made based on the sort of talk and the very, talk.
2: Yeah, it was a bit boring, wasn't it? Oh, listen, she's great TV, but what a nose. <gasps> oh.
1: <laughs>
2: she just looks like a sourpuss to me. That is someone mm. that you would not trust to look after your pet dog because she is Cruella de It would be turned into, do you know what? A poodle
1: beret. <laughs> a poodle beret. A Dalmatian beret. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I, own oh. I own a poodle.
2: I own a poodle. i just making it about gotcha. me, okay?
1: okay.
2: <laughs> um, um, well, I suppose she tried just, to show
1: I, her her nice side this week by saying, you know.
2: Someone I, that she likes and wants to yeah. shag. <laughs> so, yeah. I think we've all done that. We've all slapped a girl in the face in a club and then turned around and tried to steal her boyfriend and was yeah. nice to her. <laughs> yeah. My point is this. My point is I'm this. a
1: nice person. I'm nice to people I want to fuck. Yeah. Get
2: MRA. <laughs> My thing was that what I really didn't like. There's one thing to be shady and criticize someone's drag, but she went for Tibia tonight and I'm really yeah, like man. Yes. Yeah, I was upset and she was attacking her character when someone was really feeling vulnerable. And for me She's just gonna. I don't know, she's going to have to try now to get out of that shitty hole because she's really not coming across for it.
0: No, she, she's she been fairly, like... She's been fairly shady about a couple of the queens going on. And you are right, it's not just kind of like, that's not my style of drag. Like, it's kind of going for a, you don't deserve to be here.
2: See, here's my thing, though. Young queens misinterpret shade for just being fucking mean, right? Mm. Shade yeah. it, very clever you need to have an intellect a wit and understand the line that you weave in and out of it's like jab smile jab smile love you honey punch mm. like that's shade. Yeah. but this is this is just like just because she's smiling and we don't know if she is always a filler we don't know if like she she's just there's a real meanness there i think and look maybe it's all just hammed up for television. And maybe I've just been sucked into all of it. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I felt very like, oh, you went too far. You went too far. She's already wearing a piece of garbage that Jane Torville wouldn't even wear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't bring her down anymore.
1: It does seem to be that sort of motivated <laughs> from like hurt people, hurt people. That does seem to see she was hurt uh-huh. because she didn't uh-huh. win. It
2: feels like that. and It feels yeah. like that. Yeah, but that's horrible that's not what i stand for with with drag and with community no like that's the one thing i felt quite proud of all the girls that i know have, have each other's backs in there mm. you've seen that and that's really nice and for me that is the joys of the drag community and that's the only thing that it always i feel like i talked about this on the last time i came on is that i struggle when you're pitted against each other watching it on a show yeah. it takes away that that lifting up element that i love about our community is that it is actually like they might be going for each other backstage but they're real it is it is a family and it bugs me when it's like oh you're my sister you're my sister on the show and it's like i don't know is it it's reality tv well
1: ellie Mm -hmm. and lauren seem to seem to there's a respect drive that line quite well i thought because there's that sort of like mother-daughter almost relationship there between the two of them but there was respect and i want you to do well i want you to do well while both sort of keeping their own agenda
2: do you know what we've not spoken about lawrence cheney lawrence (laughs) cheney oh my god i have never met lawrence cheney and i will be lawrence cheney's new stalker after this How how unbelievable Everything That's, he says. Everything. Everything that he does, made. I think my favourite <laughs>
1: is, I'm not <laughs> caught sucking willies yet.
2: He's just, he is absolutely genius. Like when he was doing the limbo at the beginning. And he, Oh my god, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. He's everything about British drag. He, for me, he feels like that he's got the capability after post-drag rate to, to sort of fill the gap that Lily Savage left, which is that real comedic mm. salt of the earth um you know you could put him on a mainstream tv show because even bricklayers are going to really love lawrence cheney you know yeah. Yeah. Um, but it still feels somewhat progressive as well i think that lawrence cheney you know whereas ginny is very surreal
1: mm.
2: i'll say it again bulls deep and black um <laughs> lawrence feels like i think lawrence can have a massive career after this oh i, think so. I heard lawrence a massive yeah career, yeah
0: yeah, you could see. You're exactly you're exactly right. A- anyone will be able to relate to Lawrence, and Lawrence seems like someone who has a huge amount of charisma to be able to win over whoever whoever they're speaking to. And I think, I mean, obviously the Scottish accent goes a long way for that as well. But just is a very disarming way about him, which I think you're right. I think like you could put you could put Lawrence Cheney on a Mainstream TV show A primetime TV show And an entire audience Grannies Children The whole lot Are going to like Would
1: you know what He'd be really good as I know this sort of Undermines the art of drag But he'd be a brilliant voiceover. Like imagine if we got him To do the Love Island voiceover. I think he'd be great I know Oh I know yeah. there's another Scott Doing that at the moment <laughs> But you know And that sort of vibe Slebs go dating What are those shows I think he'd be brilliant
2: Do you ever remember A comedian called Les Dawson Oh that yes.
1: name is about He's, he's he a famous daughter
2: Oh, yes, yeah. exactly. Mm. He's an old British, like... <laughs> like <that. laughs> much Cheney is Les Dawson in drag. <laughs> okay, man. If the kids are listening, you need to Google that. <laughs>
1: So, uh, so like you mentioned at the top, Ginny got a lot of backstory, like probably the most I've ever seen for one person yeah. in one episode. We had the non-binary, they had the the history, the tough upbringing, the the fight for self-love, and I mean, I loved her already, but I she, I think she just you know warmed the nation. I would imagine.
2: I hope so. I mean, yeah, I think um, I think Ginny will. <laughs> live on and on in many different forms because actually you know how do I put this I think Ginny is an amazing character um mm-hmm. that will and is super talented and can do lots of stuff I would love Ginny after this to to move into creating great surreal comedy like imagine a, a drag Mighty Boosh like really that's what I keep thinking of mm-hmm. something like that because he plays yeah. music you know, like a Flight of the Concords but drag version. Something really yeah. surreal and amazing.
1: We didn't really get a chance. We mentioned her briefly last two episodes, but she wasn't really in the episode too much because she was kind yeah. of safe and stuff like that. So I'm glad she got her moment to shine. Someone else who's kind of been under the radar is Sister Sister. What did you guys think of her, her look?
2: I... I thought those trousers were one of the best things yeah, i ever seen.
1: me too. They were great. I mean,
2: I actually went back on the episode, took a picture, and I'm instantly taking them to my seamstress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I'll take them in
2: tinfoil in every colour. Thank you. Um, right, here's the thing with that one. Interesting, great, but I forget her every week. Mm. And mm. I don't know what it is, and I don't know if it's the personality. Pretty at it. Um, just, I, I should really all of it ticks all the boxes for the kind of drag I like but I just think that when you look at a show where it is all based on being comparing each other against each other there's just someone that's a little bit better at everything Mm, a little bit better at the fashion a little bit better at the makeup a little bit more fun you know what I mean Yeah. Yeah, yeah always she's not had that moment I don't know. And I I think she was
1: kind of robbed because for me, I would have said she's possibly would have been the top three of the week if we had had that sort of four structure. But because. So who was she up against? Oh, Ginny. She was up against Ginny, yeah. Yeah. So she deserves to win that. But I think she, I would have been like her and Bimini, I would have said, and maybe Lawrence would have been the the top three for me.
2: Well, I actually preferred um, Ellie's. I thought Ellie's was amazing. I thought that that was a real sort of Baroque Beyonce. Mm. <laughs> it's the best yeah, way to
1: put it. yeah. I just kind of thought it was great uh, that Lawrence looked so sexy.
2: I love Lawrence's, but I loved I love sister, Sisters. I thought those trousers—like, let's not forget, this is a design challenge. A challenge. Yeah, yeah. They were unbelievable. Yeah, were. yeah. and also it's amazing. It's easy to wear like a constructed body because essentially you're just pinning on to the, the shape of your design. body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But look, you make a pair of trousers and a natural top not not easy i mean i won't even attempt it <laughs> yeah i actually thought that she was super so this is what i mean about her she just sort of slips through when she's but doing I,
0: good work i think i i think that what you said is is correct in that. i think that, that she's not that she seems to be very good at at sort of everything that they've been asked to be so far but there's always someone who's that little bit more ahead of her like she's quite absurdist but you know um Ginny lemon is more absurdist. She's quite yeah. a good, so like, you know, um when horror and Lawrence Cheney are just a bit better. And I, I do think that her her personality is a little more backseat. So maybe given a bit more time in the show, you'll you'll
2: notice her more. But so far she's flew under the I radar think for me as well. I think she seems quite cool with that. I think she's just one of those ni- i think she's just nice, quiet, great drag queen that just does it for the lols. And those drag queens yeah. are great. In real life, in track because you don't need to see them having conversations backstage, mm. you just see yeah. the product. But on a reality TV show, it just doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. Fly up, it? So it's like it's like for like
0: she 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 gave her quantity of drive and desire to win to Veronica Green so that she doubled that everyone else has. Yeah. To sort of like <laughs> got to do it. I need to prove yeah. it to
1: everyone else. Yeah. She absolutely Veronica- has a fire in her belly. Veronica Green does. I don't get it. It's not my kind of track.
2: Okay. It's just not my. I'm, I'm not disputing her talent, but it's just not my. It's very um. Uh, <laughs> it's just old school for me. It just doesn't. It just doesn't excite me. Doesn't mean it's bad. Sure. Just not my thing. Yeah, that's fair.
0: I'm enjoying her on the show, but I would say, and I know that, like objectively, because it's a design challenge, whatever. I preferred Tia Coffey's. Overall look and presentation, ah,
2: come on, and vibe hole her to. Armpits. Hey, Ian, we're hanging out. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, James? I, I don't know. I just was like, I, I, I was like,
2: that, yeah, I don't know. So if fair. you
1: had said anybody else, <laughs> I would maybe give you away, with it. but she could the chose tea. Like she was the luckiest one. I there. think I'm just, she i I'm
2: just James t- has obviously been drinking through the pandemic. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> put down, put, put down <laughs> Maria, and put down tea and coffee.
1: <laughs> The, the Irish takeoff. Do i think she looked like um, if the chorus yeah. were no, to I, represent I, I, Ireland in the Eurovision? That was the sort of look that I th- thought she was giving. <laughs> yeah. Or if Linda, if Linda Martin was reading out the scores, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. it was just so. Or
2: if she, if she looks like if a, a kind of. Slightly, um, a girl got lost on her way to a river dance audition.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Definitely drag river dance.
0: When Graham was making the jokes about Irish, about Irishness and Irish stuff, and he said something about wanting to see her passport. Mm -hmm. Do you think that was a low key
2: reference to the Dean? Where's my passport? <laughs> Mommy,
1: I have my passport. Macking
2: me a German <laughs> eye a passport. Is Nadine?
1: <laughs> to be fair, they, he actually just yeah. spoke about that on the on the show when Nicola Cochran was on for Bridgerton a while ago. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm sure you've heard I of it both, before I, that, but I think it's becoming more yeah, mainstream.
2: Well, I mean I'm not just dropping this, I'm friends with Nadine. So. Which is uh, which is the best thing ever, you know. <laughs> every is every young um nineties gays yeah. dream, isn't it, to go, Oh, you know, I'm just friends with Nadine. And Nadine is, have you ever met Nadine Coyle? No. I she's saw never, her
0: perform a few years ago, probably. She's more didn't. of a drag
2: queen than any drag queen you will ever meet in your life. <laughs> she is <laughs> hilarious. And she um she left me a voice note once saying, um, I'm gonna be late, I've lost my passport. <laughs> so she <laughs> loves that. She loves it. Like she is all about the lols, that one.
1: Okay, James, bonus content on Head Stuff Plus. If people would like to listen to the episode that's out there now on RuPaul's Drag Race Fakers Review, what will they hear?
0: They need to get into it, seriously, because things are hotting up, coming to a boiling Point. We are three episodes into our drag race review, and we are joined by the amazing Jen Gannon for this week and for next week. This week, you get to see probably one of the most cringeworthy setups in, 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 in in like reality show dating. Um, Set up history Poor vanji yeah. Comes a cropper Of an Overzealous Overzealous Derek Berry All I'm going to say Also There is a Disaster at a Penthouse, penthouse Onesie party That you don't want to miss You don't want to miss <laughs> it
1: Listener You might be familiar With the tradition Of 21 kisses When somebody celebrates Their 21st birthday They sit in the chair And people at the party Come and give them a kiss On the cheek this is basically that, but for lap dances.
0: It is twenty-one lap dances, and you know what? No one's having it. Least of all, <laughs> least of all, poor Asian recipient.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so that is the most content. That's banging. It's part of the heads podcast network. That's banging, and this is one of the new podcasts on the network. That's banging. That is banging. That's banging with Chris and Marcus.
0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to That's Banging, with me, Marcus Olera, And me, Chris Mellon. A new podcast celebrating everything good, from farm to plate, ship to service, and field and fork. A celebration of everything tasty, fresh, and excellent that's coming off our island at the moment. As well as interviews with people who are shaping the best of the best of food and drink from around the country. We'll be available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you get your podcasts.
1: So let's go through the couples anyway, and we'll um, we'll choose our favorite. So first of was Tays and Uhura. Um I think I, I chose preferred Tays. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think
0: it Tays was was a better outfit, but it definitely looked sloppy because I even when she came back onto the main stage, like her yeah, her, her like, arm had dropped, shoulder. A fallen bit, right? down.
1: Yeah.
2: I had it. I didn't yeah. see. It. I mean, yeah, she obviously doesn't. So. But it was a more
0: interesting, more exciting. Look.
2: I like the concept more. It was. It, yeah. it felt. I mean. Obviously I, I so I, I know Taste as well really well and I've worked with taste over the years a lot. And geez, Taste is stunning, mm, right? Yeah it's so weird that when you see someone telling you're like, I don't know if I clocked that before, but you are beautiful. She's I just feel Taste is coming across mm-hmm. brilliant on this yeah, show as well, right? I think so as well.
1: And it's funny what you just, said yeah. there, like is this is it is it a sewing challenge or is it a design challenge? Because Tases was a better design, but Ahores yeah, was sewed better. Right. Yes.
2: But they call it a design challenge. So, exactly. there's it's hard to know. Well, this is exactly the point when you look at Veronica Green, you're like, sure, it had lining, sure, it was sewn together, but it was fucking boring. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, better than Tia. So, she automatically gets a pass. We don't even really yeah. need to revisit that one. <laughs> We're happy, sister, sister, one over Ginny. Always.
2: Her, sorry, Jin. Jin was just a, I just like that yeah, she mentioned that was... At the
1: start that she all, all that she, The only thing that she could sell was a pillowcase And that's what she wore
0: yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> She sort of looked a bit like if, if someone was doing Jimbo from Drag Race Canada Cosplay <clears throat> Like she had that kind of a weird like overinflated sex
2: doll look Just made me laugh I'm <laughs> sure it will make me laugh, <laughs> yeah. laugh. Yeah.
1: And her shoe was so unsexy as well She obviously doesn't have any sexy shoes <laughs> with her
2: No but she, but listen, sexy. This is the thing mm. about Ginny likes ugly things. Mm. She'll admit that. Like that's the point. She's not trying to look like she's not a female impersonator She's not trying to be sexy. She's trying to be weird. Yeah. She's try, like that's her thing. Yeah.
1: But I thought in, oh, in this look, when yeah. she was trying to go for her sex kitten, that she might have borrowed a sexy shoe.
2: I just feel like she could have still. The only way she could have done it is if she went full on, you know, Anna Nicole Smith
1: drag. Yeah. <laughs> really,
2: like Matt. <clears throat> like, like yeah. Even if she did like a, one massive boob and then one popped one.
1: On.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and this is why, yeah.
1: Yeah, she does what she does. Uh, Astina and Bimini? Oh,
2: you bitch.
0: Bimini? <laughs> I mean, we've, we've spent so much time talking about um, how you tried Astina. Bimini looked
1: phenomenal.
2: Yeah, I thought Bimini... That weird, wig,
1: weird. oh. I think she Everything was my favorite, was and I just loved how it told the story from when she walked up to when she turned around. It was just two sides of a coin, which I was great.
2: What well, you yeah. know, we've not spoken about Bimini, and Bimini is. I met Bimini about six years ago when they really, really wanted to get into drag, and I've never seen anyone work harder, and that's the truth. Yeah, So like. This is someone that's gone to comedy classes and workshops. This is someone that you know has submerged themselves in their, you know, Princess Julia and the history Mm -hmm. and and really and really learns and listens and is a gorgeous, gorgeous, smart, wonderful, soft, Mm -hmm. which I think you get human being, that is just is exactly like that to everyone um, that they meet. But I actually didn't, I mean, always does great looks, but I didn't realise was capable of that. I was really, really... And actually, I was just talking about last week's, like, I know the balloons didn't work, but I thought I was banging. Oh, it would have been
0: so oh, that, good. That yeah. wig
2: was... Like, that wig was gorgeous. But also all the new tones, the makeup is so yeah. beautiful. It's like a sort of weird avant-garde brat style, isn't it? yeah. Yes. somebody um, I always
1: want to see more of and, you know, we just haven't got to have a full episode on Bimini yet. Yeah.
2: I feel like... Yeah, I totally agree. I think that bimini is that person anyway like at a party for instance if you're at a party bimini won't be the one dancing on the table um will bimini will take their time to sort of come out their shell but is i think going to be a real sort of force to be reckoned with yeah um because i think it's, it's sort of maybe sat back in the background and you you can well i don't know if you can see it because maybe there's not as much camera time but taking it all in and learning and wanting mm. to be better all the time mm. but i mean you um, can even see that say last week with the the like smack my bitch up the prodigy
0: kind of God moment that. i mean that was just bring to, you kind of got a hint of the performer
2: that's there
0: yeah you and, can see. and yeah you
2: can see i mean the thing for me with bimini is it's bimini feels more like the drag that the drag scene you know she is east london that is drag yeah. in london right now but also what drag in east london is going to look like in the future and yeah. it's really progressive i think it's a really progressive drag queen and you know that there's always what i'm really enjoying with bimini is there's loads of cultural references there's, there's political references i love the trant not to you know if you you've got to give someone props for that we've we've had and Julio, who's one of the biggest icons of our time, who I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. We all are. Um, there's not, you know, real kind of statement about being trans there. And there's also the prodigy nod to Keith Flynn, because mm, yeah. Bimini loves the prodigy. And also, there's such a broad taste. Bimini loves Pamela Anderson and those glamour girls, too. So it's this really weird kind of contradiction, punky, punk, <laughs> yeah. gorgeous brass magazine. <laughs> I just think that, That's a really exciting contradiction. And she's such Mm -hmm. a
1: chameleon. I mean, I think she can really look so different from one episode to the next. And I think that's what's really like. She can be really, for someone who looks so interesting out of drag, she's kind of a real like blank canvas in a way because she can really paint herself in totally different ways to make you, you know, a different image.
2: Uh, And that is what they call Botox and filler, darling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's just I mean that's a commitment to drag when you you literally make your face as smooth as possible so it's a blank canvas <laughs> paint it's on um, <laughs> she'll own it <laughs> so I don't think she couldn't not <laughs> own it
1: right <laughs> so Glenn, you favorite Ellie I prefer favorite Lawrence yeah. uh James where did you land
0: um I mean I think that they said it on the judging panel both were really good um I think and i Said this kind of about um, Ellie the last couple of weeks. is that the look is always great, but doesn't necessarily bring much of a character or performance to it when they like when they're out, like, actually walking the runway. Yeah. And I think that Lawrence like just had that real kind of like sexy, you know, forty-year-old quality. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and <laughs> so in that vi- in that vein, I think I preferred uh, I preferred Lawrence.
2: I was happy with Lawrence winning because listen, Lawrence is entertaining. There's always a narrative, right? Yeah like you can i always feel like um uh, yeah i think the beauty of drag for me is always storytelling as well Mm. i love that and you know the the really the final product that you present is is you've got the backstory you know what you're trying to sell we don't you've got to tell us
1: yeah yeah
2: absolutely and a costume and just the costume's not enough you need to tell us Mm. what it is what you know what are you selling drugs yeah sure we're in yeah (laughs) (laughs) Bang! I I I
0: would say that while I was up for um, Lawrence winning the gold couple, I, I didn't necessarily think that Lawrence was the the winner of the winners. Like I I think that Bimini yeah
1: I think Bimini, Bimini too
0: would have been because the makeup and the like everything about it just I'm like oh no it was gorgeous um and different as well like that like that silhouette that 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 Lawrence was wearing you've seen a lot of people have that kind of outfit on the the main stage there was no real surprise in it like it was like something you've seen before where yeah mm. was it thought there was something exciting or new um or sister sister as well cuz those trousers were, like it was a very different take on 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 a
2: design challenge
1: who who would your winner have been overall
2: um i mean i should say bimini but ba- my gut instinct is actually, if I were talking design, I'd love sister, sister's outfit. Yeah. Just for myself. Like that's something I would kind of wear as a look. Mm. I just thought it was so, um, like, like we are talking about design and that for me was, that was a lot. Those trousers, the gathers, Mm. tough. Mm. Absolutely. It probably just, like stapled
1: underneath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Uh, well, even not too much smoke and mirrors. that came to taste. You could see all the, you could see all the structure going on there, heaving away. Um. So yeah. Ultimately, then it's it's down to out of the out of the losers. Then I think it was fair to say that Tace and Ellie were safe of the three.
2: And I, I think you yeah. knew at that point, right? Yeah.
0: And I figured I was I was sort of shocked that I've seen a wasn't i kind of when it got to those bottom three i sort of thought we were going to get a tia versus ginny lip sync mm. I, I i was
2: debating it being astina yeah in the bottom. I, I could tell by astina's face that she knew she knew that she was in the bottom i could tell um i don't know what look i i mean maybe i shouldn't say this but i just but i know astina i know she looked like she had sort of checked out like she had kind of Mm. gone "Eh." you know the thing that you've got to remember with Astina is and she said this before she went in that before and after she has a career a lot of these queens go on to elevate their career and and Astina has a really big career you know is toward the world and we've done some amazing things and she's got she's always working so what I'm trying to say is that that the element of jeopardy that element of like losing didn't Mm. feel like I just feel like it might have not felt it's like such a big drop you know that kind of I've lost everything I wanted this so bad all of a sudden I maybe thought to myself she wanted it there's obviously she went on the show of course she wanted it but maybe she's already got a lot of great things and will continue so
1: Yeah, yeah, because I, I think that personally for me that came across in the lip sync because she was talking to Talk It Untucked, and I was like, she's going to decimate poor Tia. But I genuinely thought Tia had more fight in her, and I, and I, okay, I think that was definitely a better dancer, but I kind of felt she phoned it in a bit.
2: Well, I thought it was good. I like the way they interacted with the show because I get bored on lip syncs, and it mm. was, um, they were given it, yeah, I. Tia wants it. You can. Tia is desperate yeah. to be there. I think Tia might, and that's the difference. I think Tia might be that, that drag queen that's constantly having to prove herself, even in the yeah. real world outside. Asina's as at the top of the tree. She really is. Yeah. You know, you saw that when she went in, and everyone was like, the minute she walked into the, everyone was like, was like oh my god, it's over, <laughs> it's over. Astina's won, as and I think they all thought that, and um, yeah, and so, and where could, where do you go from there? Like, that's also really awkward place to be because everyone's sort of just expecting you to mess up that must you must feel that I don't know Astina's still young young yeah. drag queen yeah um, but Astina's gonna be great gonna yeah gonna uh, more than great James did you think
1: uh Astina should have been safe in the lip sync
2: I I I was,
0: I I don't know, it was like the last, it was like the last 20, like 10 minutes or so of the entire episode was something of a fever dream. I was like, (laughs) I I don't really understand what's happening. What are these critiques? How is this happening? It felt so much like they were setting Ginny up for the bottom and then, and then then Ginny was safe. And then, uh, and then the lip sync, like I couldn't tell what way, like normally when you watch a lip sync, you kind of get an idea of who's going to go i couldn't call it.
2: but this is my least favorite part this is the thing that really drives me mad about this show is that and this is why it's still going for this long because of the element of is so unpredictable in that astina had been consistently brilliant throughout the first you know two episodes one and then just because one hiccup you go home. Well, just, I think
1: that's really atypical of the format because I was I was watching it and I was like, even if does a better job here, they're not going to send home somebody who's already won a challenge, and they did. Yeah, and I was shocked.
2: <laughs> and that's and that's my point is that they, that sh- they should you really. I don't know. I just feel like over historically. I mean, we know it's fine because there's all stars, so we always get them back, mm, the good ones. Yeah, but um, it we've lost so, some of my favorite queens along the year like milk i love milk um yeah. i love max i like all those kind of kooky queens yes. you know. um who get one shot and then they, pay, and then they, they go, go and then they have one moment where they just don't really stand out in an episode yeah. and then that's it they're gone and i always kind of it feels like you've been cheated a bit on that one
0: yeah
2: yeah, yeah. i i got the impression
0: with because Rue was very, like, Rue was having the whole, like, little chat with Potpourri Sunita about the <laughs> the fact that, like, oh, Tia, Tia Coffee is, like, sample size just like you. And, like, you know, the two of you, you should you be a model. And, like, I, so I think that Rue decided that, Rue just decided that, that kind of, like, I see something in Tia Coffee and I'm going to, and I'm going to, no
2: matter what happens, I'm keeping Tia Coffee around. I don't
1: think so. I think Tia just showed that she fought, she wants it more.
2: I think Astina, yeah, I mean, even you know, was t- up till the very end, trying to entertain them, to, like love me, love me, love me, and yeah, yeah, Astina just is. Astina is. I'll tell you this much though. Um, all the confessional videos about Astina, Astina's come across as very like, I'm the best, and it's really not like that, you know. And so there's always yeah. an element of, uh. Fishing from the producers mm. and, and everyone, you know, because obviously it's reality and yeah. they're trying to film, you know, create a narrative. But Astina is a chilled character, really chilled, you know. Astina is yeah. one of my favorite queens to go on tour with, to be doing any job with because she just gets on with it and she's chilled, she gets on with everyone, she's in the background and she's yeah. awake. And so yeah. I think that, but that just doesn't bode well when uh, she's not that kind of girl that's gonna beg to be right. like, oh, love me, I'm so sorry. She's not that person. Yeah. She's just like, I'm good, I got this, I'm I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and I think you're right. Rue wants those girls that are malleable. You want, like, kind of moulding, puffy yeah. drag queens are the best for TV, for everything, because they create the best television. And not always the best drag
1: but tia tia does create great television like she is very good in those talking heads and
2: yeah she's great i like
1: tia tia's a yes yes. good yeah tia's a yes i would i would
0: i would i would go to a tia coffee show absolutely and be be thoroughly (laughs)
2: entertained i wouldn't no
0: You'll, you'll catch a video online maybe
2: if, if it was you, on zoom I, I might do it if it was on zoom <laughs> i'd give it a go maybe maybe i don't know think about it i'm gonna think about it
1: <laughs> so uh t- do we know when Sink the pink can open up again and we can see these drag queens in the flesh
2: we do and um, i cannot say okay. <laughs> well mighty, um, Ho- no, we, mighty hoopla was announced no, though right no, yeah, Mighty Hoopla's been. Announced. We will be doing Sink the Pink, a big tour, actually, a UK tour later in the year. So okay, that's gonna be mega. Cool. Um well we hope we will be. Yeah. Who knows. But the best thing is that Mighty Hoopla is been announced. Mm-hmm. And that will be uh we're normally June, it will be moving to September the
1: 4th. The lineup's incredible. It's be big.
2: Thank you. Um, Queen Queen yeah. Chesa uh, at the top. Cheryl is there, on Vogue are there, you know charity shop sue is there (laughs) there. um and we've still got more acts to be announced yeah you know it's it is our it's such we put so much love into that festival and it's and it's such a unique festival and um and it's just got bigger and bigger and it's a wonderful thing because it's i'm not front and center of it no one is it's a festival for all the people that love it, and it's just got bigger. And we just kind of steer it, and and we're lucky to put it on, really. And I'm just, you know, yeah, we feel pretty good that we'll September we'll we'll be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, cool.
1: Hopefully, people will need yeah. that. People need that kind of stuff. Oh, like, people
2: and you know, we were nervous about about launching it, but um the the response has been. Phenomenal. Yeah, pe- because yeah. right now surely it's an antidote to what's going on. People in the world. need
1: something to look forward afford-
2: want- to, right? Oh, People want euphoric, uh, nostalgic joy. They want communities. They want to come together. They want to hold hands. They want to feel love. And it is all of those things and more. So, you know,
1: super cool yeah but, well thank
2: you get that get that vaccine into my arm <laughs> yeah, <Until it>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well thank you for coming on for your second date where we'll see you again for a sometime soon
2: the third I mean, one I I reckon, the third one i'm
1: hoping we go the all liar. the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel i feel a, like very relieved Like okay yeah I'm confused that Astina went But I'm just relieved That Ginny stayed
0: Yeah uh, I
1: Collateral damage I didn't want to say that to Glenn (laughs) But she was collateral damage (laughs) I I
0: Have to I I, I think that I am. I'm I'm boarding I'm like I'm getting out of that wagon The big white hat is, is, is on my head I'm Kate Winslet I'm looking up at the Titanic And the Titanic is Tea and coffee I am boarding And I know it's going oh. down soon But I'm still getting on there I'm going to enjoy that romance I, I'm like Talking heads Like looks basic Not good But Personality all there The way she cracked Michelle up on the runway When like Michelle's like I know what you're going to say And she's like Yeah you're going to say you love it And I'm like like I've been waiting for a queen to do that—to just take what Michelle says and just bat it back at her. Like I'm glad that she stayed, and I'm 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 hoping that this is part of like a revelation moment uh, where where she kind of like brings it super hard and is like si- finally believes in herself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And next week she'll be—it's the the morning challenge, morning show. I think she'll oh, do a great job with that. She's That's, such yeah. a such an infectious personality. Yeah. Um, maybe this this is when we'll see sister sister. You know, get the <laughs> and the I'm
0: we are sure all to... just waiting, counting down the days.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I just feel like, and you're like, oh, Joe Black. Oh, I didn't want him to go. Who, did, who could who could have got instead? Well, maybe sister, sister Cherry Valentine. Oh, I didn't want her to go. Who could have gone instead? Oh. Uh, sister, sister, sister. This week,
0: we're waiting for that opportunity to miss her. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's why I paused. I was trying to take some fun on the show. <laughs> anyway. Okay, thank you. Glyn for coming on the show as always big fan of him if you want to check him out he's at Glyn on Instagram so that's G-L-Y-N like the world spelling and then double S double L in Fussell um, and check out there Mighty Hoopla looks like it's a, oh, the lineup was amazing is. as we were talking about in the episode Every so just get it into it and you know, educate yourself and sink the pink if it's new to you, because you've seen the amazing queens it produces in the form of Vimini and Astina and Ginny Lemon. We'll be back with you on Monday for another sewing challenge, but this time it's a ball.
0: I, I'm, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need to to get a good night's sleep ahead of that one because those balls are always like they are tough to get through that many looks. Mm. It's a lot of looks.
1: Well, a lot, of a lot, a lot of looks. Um, okay we'll be balls deep in that one so we will chat to you on Monday have a lovely weekend see you love you
0: bye bye this show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious shows are produced in association with Headstuff and
1: the podcast studios Dublin find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com